Blog Talk Radio. the veil of what is seen, the natural eye, a great event is being prepared. A war and a wedding feast will have their place in time. Soon and not yet is the word that the watchman gives as he strains his eyes through the darkness of the night mist. He can sense that just beyond the horizon, a great brightness is preparing to break forth. Arise, you sleepers. Shake off your slumber, he calls. Come and fill your lamp with fresh oil. Trim your wick. Cry out in the streets and do not let your voice be silent. For the coming of the great king is at hand. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Only wait for the Lord. Be strong and have a good courage. And wait for the Lord.
tonight brothers and sisters to the Lord's hour I'm trying to say hello to my brothers and sisters in the chat room um, I think I miss sister Marietta Alexander I got down to brother Joe Vaughn um, and I'm not a fast typer brothers and sisters <laughs> you can ask my wife she'll be the first one to tell you <laughs> um, anyways I want to say welcome um we were at a conference uh we were at a conference last weekend uh light in the darkness uh my pastor my pastor and mentor Augusto Perez um had his conference up here in Live Oak um in uh the northern part of Florida and it was a mighty, mighty thing. Uh, we had some spiritual warfare stuff going on. Um, uh, someone tried to come um, with the Kundalini spirit, and um, uh, by the time we were done, they pretty much had to carry her out in the stretcher. So it was a, a sight to see. The Lord showed up. We were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had... Um, uh, in, uh, intense training on deliverance. We had uh, intense meetings at nighttime where the Lord showed up. The presence of the Lord was there. It was mighty. We had revelations. Uh, some people got delivered. I think my back was healed. Uh, I haven't been taking pain medications like I used to. Before I went to the to the conference, I was having back problems. And um, so it was a beautiful thing, and I want to share some stuff um, that 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 was spoken. I also want to share some things that that I was given from the Lord. Um, he's given me some words. He's given me um, some revelation knowledge, and uh, I'm telling you, it's 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 probably one of the most wonderful times to be alive. At first, it was a shocker when I first woke up, and and I didn't know which way to go with this. And then the Lord, He's so loving and He's so awesome that He He uh, He just brings us right through it. I'm sorry, I got a brother. My, my also my throat is kind of messed up. I think um, I'm about to lose my voice here. Um, 
I think I'm about to lose my voice, so bear with me tonight. Uh, we'll go right into um, we'll go right into some praise and worship, and I have some. I also have a surprise for you guys, but I do have some words of the Lord. I think it would be encouraging to you, especially in such a time as this. I got um, uh, some mighty uh, uh, teaching tonight. A lot of information again. Um, I, I believe it will equip you. I believe it will empower you to understand and grasp this time we're living in. And um, so you can also be able to bring in the harvest and basically fulfill your destiny. <laughs> it's an awesome, mighty time, brothers and sisters. And all the enemy's trying to do is, you see, what the enemy does here is he's using counterintelligence. It's called coin warfare, and it's not a conventional type of warfare that is fought in the military, you know, conventionally speaking, traditionally. They don't go head-to-head. -head. What they're using on the masses, what they're using on the people is um, uh, they're using fear tactics, and they're trying to put everybody in fear. Uh, fear ISIS, fear this, fear that, um, fear the chemicals, fear the them spying on you, fear, fear, fear. That's that's called coin warfare. It's counterintelligence uh, warfare, and um, you know the enemy doesn't want us spreading out this information. He doesn't want us waking up the masses. He doesn't want us speaking. He he wants us. Silent and muted um, uh, And uh, Sister Marietta Yeah I, I'm telling you I've <laughs> that, 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 I do that all day long um, What's happening here is uh, After the conference Since it was so powerful The enemy He just tried to get all of us My brothers My teacher um, my My mentor My pastor And Although while the enemy is trying to attack our bodies, mighty works in the spiritual realm are at hand here. And, you know, the the Holy Spirit's going to anoint me tonight to speak. Um, I'm probably already anointed, you know. You know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> or else I wouldn't be here. Um, but the thing is, uh, while the enemy is trying to do his thing, you know, the Lord is doing a mightier thing. And he tried to get us down. He tried to uh, uh, get all get us emotional and, and, and feeling in a negative way. However, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sister Marietta. Um, you know, I tell you, it, it, the body of Christ is such an amazing thing here. Um, they're so willing to help, so willing to... Um, come through for a brother and a sister um, I love you Sister Marietta And I just want to say thank you so much in a, in a sister Brother type love In agape type love You know the world sees things through the world's eyes And they don't understand the love of Christ The love of brethren The love of the body And um, I just want to say also Jeez uh, what was I was, um, So they use counterintelligence uh, Um on us, they're trying to make us fear Don't fear, brothers and sisters You see, the enemy is getting nervous And soon is his demise So, this is all it's about 
and he's really afraid of the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. He's so afraid of that. And you're going to see here today, um, you're going to see here today how it's amazing. Anyways, I want to play this song here. I have uh, three wonderful songs. Hopefully you'll get up and start dancing. Um, but this first song here, um, I was looking for a power in the blood of Jesus song. You know, there is power, power, wonder working power. Um, and then I came across this one, which is like country. And and, and we're, for those of us that live here in the United States, you know, we know those that are awake, we know what's going on. And this is like a tribute to the old America, the America that I grew up in, the America that I was born and raised in, the God-fearing America. So I want to play this song in tribute to the America that I grew up in and, and that I fell in love with. Because now we know, you know, um, what's going on and, and pretty much the Babylonian system is, is about to come here full force. You got the beast uh, system here. The It's just all kinds of stuff. But don't be, don't fret, brothers and sisters. Don't fret. Um, okay, this is a tribute to America here. This wonderful song, Power in the Blood of Jesus. I hope it makes you happy and, and sing. And and then tonight, after we get done, let's let's all just pray for this country and pray for all the people in it and pray for our neighbors, for for our, our towns, our cities, um, that souls will be saved because if not, they're going to perish. This thing's about to pop off here. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You ready, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 
How many can feel Jesus all around? Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. Oh, Lord, you're so awesome, Lord Father. You're so amazing, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, we come before you tonight, Lord Father, seeking your word, seeking your face, seeking your countenance, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, we could be elsewhere partying, doing it up on Saturday night, Lord, but instead we're here seeking you, Lord Jesus, seeking your truths, your revelations, your knowledge, your love, your presence, your Ruach HaGodesh, the Abba Adonai, Yeshua Mashiach. You fulfill us, Lord. You feed our souls, Lord Father. You're what we seek, Lord Jesus. We love you. Father, we come before you tonight, Lord Father, in humble, contrite spirits, Lord Jesus. Some of us broken, some of us thankful, some of us not feeling too well, and some of some of us willing to pray for others, Lord. Whatever the case is, Lord Jesus, we come to hear from you, Lord Father. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord Jesus, to be able to teach to my brothers and sisters, as well as myself, Lord Father, for I have learned many things by doing these teachings, Lord, and I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for showing up every time, Lord Father. Lord Jesus, anoint me now with the gift of teaching, Lord Jesus. Anoint my tongue to speak your word. Lord Father, put every thought under your captivity in obedience to Jesus Christ. Lord Father, I pray, Lord, over the electronics, over the communications, Ruach HaGodesh, be in control of all the communications right now. Let it be a clear connection. Let it be a clear sound that comes out of my mouth, Lord Jesus. We bind up, we cast out any unwanted um, spirits, demons, spirit of Boise, spirit of, 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 of doubt, fear, of wanting to cause problems, Lord. We cast them out right now. We cast out all those evil spirits right now in the name of Jesus. By the bloodshed of the Lamb, by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. We worship you now, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for this time. And Lord Father, open up the ears of my brothers and sisters and me and my myself. Lord Father, open our ears so that we may hear your word. Open up our hearts now that we may receive your word, Lord Jesus. Your precious, your precious word, the living word of God, Lord. We put on Jesus Christ right now. We put on Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, give us your rhema word, Holy Spirit. Minister to us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got this word from the Lord, and um, I just wanted to share it with you guys. It says, do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. Come to me and rest. Stop trying to figure everything out. Instead, instead, trust in the one who already knows everything. Let my peace soak into your heart until you feel complete. This is how I design you to live, close to me. When you're around others, family, friends, classmates, you often get too focused on what you think they expect from you. You get worn out trying to give them what they want to win their approval. When you do this, you offer them dry crumbs instead of the living water of my spirit. 
This is not the way I want you to live. Try to stay in touch with me, even during your busiest times, and then you will live in my peace, and my spirit will give you words of grace to bless others. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I was asked um, a couple weeks ago when I deal with some of these Satanists, how do you know? They asked me, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You know, there's so many Bibles out there. They're this, they're that. You know, the scoffers and mockers will always come at you, especially the ones that worship Satan. Brothers and sisters, there comes a time when theology, when doctrines, when nothing that you say can really uh, cut through the bone and the marrow. But by experience, you know, I I tell them, I, I give them challenges. I cha- Now I, I challenge them. And I challenge them. Instead of arguing, instead of trying to argue doctrine and, 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 and scriptures, I try to be gentle as a dove and as subtle as a serpent, as the serpent. That's what it teaches us. So I've I've learned to share experiences, what God has shown me, what he's done for me. Uh, you see, it's too late for me to ever turn back. I've seen too many things. I've gone through too many experiences and been in so many circumstances that only by the power of God, only by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, have I managed to to make it this far. And I tell that to these people, and sometimes the seed is planted, and they ask more questions, and then sometimes they just don't hear it. But I pray for them, and I ask God to to, to bring someone that will put a put a seed in their heart, because there's no at this time there's no sense in arguing. Just plant the seed and move on. But the way that we know is by our experiences and circumstances, by everything that we've gone through and what the Lord has put us through. I can go on and on and on about many situations and dreams and and what happened with my grandfather and when I lived in Miami. You know, I, I could have probably been in prison right now. However, through the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, it was just by one by one little thing that that I, that I'm still here, brothers and sisters, and it's just so amazing how he works. It's just so amazing how he loves his sheep, how he loves his body, 
and and by us continuing to walk in this, we're going to see more and more, especially in the days to come. There are numerous similarities between the plagues in which God afflicted Egypt, resulting in the exodus of Israel and the plagues. You know, the Bible, there's many um, uh, correlations, many, many, many correlations between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And what we're seeing now, you see, history repeats itself. And in the Bible, there's duality. Um, and one thing that we've seen is, is especially with when, as we take a closer look at, you know, how the enemy works. And I know I've had to do that by going through the Masons and all that brainwashing stuff. I, I've, I've, I've learned to see how the enemy works and how he uses aliases, different names. You know, it's just like a criminal. I mean, we're dealing with, with a criminal. He was kicked out. He was uh, shackled and bound and, 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 and he's going to be shackled and bound in the future. And basically it's almost like he's um, running for his life right now <laughs> or whatever he's at, whatever he's doing, who cares? But there's many similarities in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And one of the similarities I'm going to touch on tonight is the similarities between um, the Exodus, Moses, and what we're dealing with now. You know, the DHS calls this this Obama guy, uh, they call him the Pharaoh of the Internet. They, they've been calling him this for a long time. And I don't know if you remember when he went into that cave and there was like this little old Dumbo-looking image on the walls of a of a pyramid. It had the face and the big old ears kind of remind me of Dumbo. So that's why I call him old Dumbo because uh, of the big ears. Um but when he went to Egypt in 2009, the Egyptian vendors uh they made plaques. And on these plaques when Obama visited, um they put on there Obama the new Tutankhamun which was Tutankhamun was King Tut, which came from Akhenaten, Nefertiti, and all that pyramid stuff. So basically we're seeing history repeat itself all over again. It's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so on point that the Bible is so on point. It's so amazing, and, and the storyline is just so intact that once we know these things, we are empowered, we are equipped, and we no longer fear. As a matter of fact, this this song this this dance this song and dance show is is kind of like a show. And and I and I find myself all the time thanking the Lord because He gave me the eyes to see. And I thank Him because I know our inheritance, and I know. What has been promised to us and, and the full manifestation, manifestation in Christ You see Moses Moses walked right in the middle Of the belly of the beast Moses walked right through The enemy lines And nothing touched him Brothers and sisters Absolutely nothing Could touch Moses You see once we start to understand and pick apart the stories and, and see the correlations uh, from the old and the new, 
we could see we see history repeating itself all over again. Only this time, this time it's for good, and this time the righteous are going to overcome, and this time our Lord and Savior is going to come back as a lion, and this time He's going to come roaring instead of like a little baby in a manger. You see. So let us let us let us pick apart here uh, the plagues. Uh, the plagues in Egypt uh, with which God afflicted Egypt, resulting in the exodus of Israel, and the plagues of tribulation, they pretty much correlate. Uh, they're almost the same plagues where we're seeing the, the blood water, the, the, the frogs, the locusts. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, this is intentional and on indication of the correlation between the recorded facts of past history and prophesied facts concerning the future. The Pharaoh refused to repent. The earth dwellers will refuse to repent during tribulation. How many out there have been trying to talk to your brothers and sisters and loved ones and, and they just don't want to hear it? They just don't want to repent. Well, it was like that back in the day of of, of the time in Egypt. Uh, the, the 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 dwellers did not want to repent. Even the Israelites, they when they when Moses got them out of there, they went back to doing what they were doing. It's just unbelievable. So by demonstrating a hardness of heart and refusing to repent, that's when Yahavah releases his judgment. And he gains glory in the events of their judgment. Because once the great shaking comes, once the people are shook, you see, brothers and sisters, you cannot be shaken. You are on a you are on the rock foundation. Whatever's gonna be shaken is gonna be shook, but you cannot be shaken because you're on the solid rock foundation if we're still here. You know, I, I believe we're gonna escape a lot of these things. Are we going to go through some? Possibly, but I feel and and wait till I wait till I get to the <laughs> to the good part of this teaching tonight. You guys are going to be like, oh my gosh! So by them not repenting, by the hardened hearts, by the offenses when we offend our our loved ones, you know, basically all they're saying is, oh well, let me see. I got a good one. Only God can judge me. Only God can judge me. Well, I hate to I hate to say it, but they're asking for God's judgment. So that's that's what's coming. His judgment is coming. The plagues of Egypt resulted in the overthrow of Egypt and the birth of a new kingdom. You see, once the judgment comes, the Lord has to bring his judgment. Whoever's gonna be saved is gonna be saved. That's why it's important for us to pray for our loved ones to stand in the gap and intercede for our loved ones that are lost because that's the only way they're going to get saved. They're going to get saved by our prayers, by our groanings, by our moanings. Um, that's how they're going to be saved. And when, when, when the shaken is a coming, when they get shook up, they're going to remember and all your prayers are going to be answered. Uh, uh, and one one reason also is because this is the Jubilee year And we're going to see that double portion But we'll, we'll touch on that in a minute uh, The plagues of the tribulation will result in the overthrow of the Antichrist You see there was an overthrow in Egypt There was the birth of a new kingdom We're going to see the plagues We're going to see everything happen as well Pretty much all across the world Um 
and and the bulls and all this and that, and then and then the tribulation, and then basically once that happens, it's going to be the the overthrow of the antichrist, the antichrist system, and it's going to usher in the millennial kingdom, the 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 age of the glory of the kingdom is coming, brothers and sisters. Get happy, be be excited. Because the glory, the glory, the 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 age of the, the 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 kingdom glory is coming, and and if you're doing the Lord's will, you're on the front lines. I believe there's going to be some great great promises there, some great amazing stuff that we're going to see. Our rewards are in heaven, and and the reign of Yeshua Mashiach on earth will be established. Brothers and sisters, some time ago, uh, Moses was put into my spirit, and many many readings that I did, and many writings and stuff that I saw and, and that I wrote, um, messages that the Lord gave me, that I go through daily. The name Moses kept popping up, popping up among some words that were directly spoken to me. Let us turn to Exodus ten, brothers and sisters. Let us turn to Exodus chapter 10. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Is anybody in the chat room turning to Exodus 10? If you are, let me know if you're there. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, we'll go ahead into Exodus 10. And Yahuwah said unto Moses, unto Moshe, Moses, I, I have here like a, a Hebrew writings type of Bible here. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, go in unto Pharaoh, for I, I have hardened his heart. And the heart of his servants that I might show these my signs before him. You see, the Lord is going to show his signs, brothers and sisters. The Lord is going to show himself glorious and powerful, brothers and sisters. And that you may tell in the ears of your son and your son's son, your your, your offspring, brothers and sisters, so that you can tell them what things uh, uh, we have seen. Um, I mean, here let me let me get my other version of the Bible here because there's some stuff here you guys are not gonna understand. So I want to make it easy and simple so that we can all get the full revelation here. Okay, Exodus ten. Now the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine before him, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and your son's son the mighty things I have done in Egypt, and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. How many want to get out of get out of this? How many get, want to get out of here, brothers and sisters? 
Well, it's coming. Because the Lord is getting to a point where he's pretty much sounding the alarm. People get ready. People get ready. We're, we're, I feel like we're about to go. Um, and Brother Elvie can, can probably attest to that as well as uh, Brother Kelvin, uh Jesus, my rock. I mean, it's just, it's it's just a trip how these things are playing out. Or else, if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts in your into your territory, and they shall cover the face of the earth, so that no one will be able to see the earth, and they shall eat the residue of what is left, which remains to you from the hail, and they shall eat every tree which grows up for you out of the field. They shall fill your houses, the houses of all your servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither your fathers nor your fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth to this day. And he turned and went out from Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh's servants said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? How long shall this man be a snare to us? Brothers and sisters, hold, put your finger right there. Uh, Exodus 10, verse 7. This just hit me right now as I'm speaking to you guys. Turn to Luke. Turn to Luke 21. Look at the other snare we have here. Turn to Luke 21, verse... Uh, let's start in verse 35. 34, 34. In my Bible, under right before 34, it says the importance of watching. Are you watching for the Lord out there, brothers and sisters? Okay, verse, verse 34, Luke 21 verse 34 but take heed to yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness cares of this life and that day come on you unexpectedly for it will come as a snare what will come as a snare jesus is going to come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things you see, when Jesus comes, he's going to be as a snare. So that's why in 36 it says, Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things. Harpazo, nechatef, uh, whatever, I mean, whatever other words is out there. Uh, that you may escape all these things that will come to pass and stand before the Son of Man, which was Jesus. Well, I can break it down for you so many ways that snare in first Peter if you go to first Peter two two eight and research there the offense, he's the rock of offense, and then we got the snare from offense. It's uh escandaloso, the Hebrew word. <clears throat> so Jesus is as a snare. Well, right here in Exodus ten, verse seven. It says, then, sir, then Pharaoh's servant said to him, how long shall this man be a snare to us? Okay? How long shall he be a snare to us? And it's almost along the same lines of Psalms 2, verses 1 and 2. The, the, the kings of the world get together, and they want, they want the, the righteous bands to be far from them, because it's almost like a snare. You see, they cannot do what they want to do. The, their fulfillment cannot be fulfilled here on this earth until the snare is gone. Okay? 
And then Pharaoh's servant said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. And pretty much that's going to be who's leaving are the true worshipers and praisers of the Lord. Those that are seeking the Lord. Those that are here on the Lord's Hour on a Saturday night that could be in other places. But we choose to serve the Lord. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? Brothers and sisters, if 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 you I mean we're we're on borrowed time here. Babylon, America, whatever they call it, and I, I if you look at Acts seven thirty four, uh we're I mean Egypt is destroyed. So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh. And he and, and the Pharaoh was, was falling right here. He the Pharaoh just about didn't know that his time was coming at this point as well. So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go serve the Lord your God, who are the ones that are going. And Moses said, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds we will go, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. And then he said to them, The Lord had better be with you. When I let you and your little ones go, beware, for evil is ahead of you. Not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve the Lord, for that is what you desired. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come upon the land of Egypt and and eat every herb of the land, all that the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind on the land all that day and all that night. When it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts, and the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested on all the territory of Egypt. They were they were very severe. Previously, there had been no such locusts as they, nor shall there be such after them. For they covered the face of the whole, of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they ate every herb. And then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore, please forgive my sin only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. So he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned a very strong west wind, which took the locusts away, and blew them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the territory. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the children of Israel go. So over and over, the Pharaoh just kept lying, and he kept lying, and he kept lying. He would say one thing, and then he would do another thing. He would he would he would say yeah sure, and then when he saw the problem go away, and then he'd go back, and then he lied. Um, and I believe we're seeing this now. I believe we're seeing this uh, in 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 today's media. Uh, with with all the lies going back and forth, he'll say one thing and then it'll be another thing. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable, brothers and sisters. But finally, Moses got the children. Moses got the people. Moses got the Israelites. And not only did they leave Egypt, but they took silver and gold and precious things with them. They took from the Egyptians 
stuff that was valuable. You see, a mighty thing is going to happen, and, and that's what's going to um, that's what's coming in this, in this jubilee. You know, there's going to come a time uh, for those that are of, of the of the Melchizedek priesthood, which I believe all of us are because we are of, of the royal priesthood. Um, you know, but can the Lord trust you? Are you trustworthy? Have you have you done your time with the Lord? You see, all this happened. They got out of Egypt. They took all the all the stuff that was that was precious. They left Egypt, and then what happened with them? They backslid. They started they started worshiping idols to the point that. Moses was not able to cross the Jordan. Moses did not know the glory that would come out of this darkness. You see, when Moses was going in between was when Moses was going back and forth to the Pharaoh and when he was leaving, he didn't know all the glory, all the all the mighty things the Lord was going to do. Moses at the time was just a vessel and he was allowing the Lord to work through him. Are you a vessel for the Lord? Are you allowing the Lord to work through you? We're not right now we can't see the outcome. Right now we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen next month, next year. Um you know we we really we have an idea. We follow the scriptures and the scriptures kind of indicate to us. But when exactly things are going to go down, we don't know. When exactly was the Pharaoh going to allow uh, the Israelites to leave? Moses didn't know. All Moses was doing was being obedient to the Lord and 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 followed and obeyed everything that the Lord told him. However, they were not able to cross the Jordan. They were not able to cross the Jordan, brothers and sisters. Why weren't they able to cross the Jordan? Well, because they refused to uh, believe. They refused to be obedient. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to go back into bondage. They wanted bondage to, to, to stay over them. They, they didn't want to trust and have faith and believe in the Lord. So, so the Lord kept them going around and around and around in the wilderness for 40 years. I mean, it's just so crazy how they were not able to go across the Jordan even though Moses was such a righteous man and he heard from the Lord and he and he saw the burning bush and the Lord gave him the Ten Commandments but yet they were not able to cross the Jordan the people cannot let go of their pride they cannot let go of their self selfish desires their self-exaltation the idols that they made for them for themselves they couldn't let go of these things they had to they had to trust in in idols that they made with their hands it's it's a very sad situation and, and what are we seeing now we're seeing people just filled with themselves pleasing themselves you know you very rarely see people willing to help each other very rarely you you see people that are considerate uh, of their of their neighbors of 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 of, of their loved ones of of, of anyone around them All they care about is themselves You know well If it's not affecting me directly Well I don't care 
I mean, that seems to be the the the, the going uh, remark now. If it doesn't affect me personally, then I don't care. It's um, it's unbelievable. So let us look at Genesis thirty two. Because when you when we look here at why they were not able to cross the Jordan, Genesis thirty two gives a great depiction of why they weren't able to cross the Jordan. And this is going to be a great indicator to prepare us, to prepare you to be able to cross the Jordan. Who wants to cross the Jordan? You know, the Jordan was a place of life and death. It was a, a, a place of a new beginning, of a new kingdom. The Jordan really signified a lot of things, brothers and sisters. And in this situation, it the Jordan is a powerful um, significance for what we're dealing with right now. Because you got the, the Pharaoh on our back trying to, trying to keep us from crossing the Jordan. You got the enemies trying to keep us from crossing the Jordan. The 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 wickedness the the wickedness wants to take as many souls as he can from from crossing the Jordan. So so how can we make sure we cross the Jordan? Brothers and sisters, let's look at Genesis chapter 32 starting at verse 22. When everybody's there, let me know. I'm gonna get up and get a something to drink for my for my throat, brothers and sisters. Okay. So we're Genesis thirty two and we're looking at why could they not cross the Jordan? Why couldn't Jacob cross the Jordan right here? Let us start reading at Genesis chapter 32 and verse 22. Oh, uh, yes, Genesis, Jesus my rock, Genesis chapter 32. Genesis chapter 32. I'm sorry for the... Um, misunderstanding. Yes, Genesis 32, starting at verse at verse 22. <laughs> oh gosh, praise you, Jesus! Oh, how amazing is your word, Lord? How amazing is this stuff, <laughs> brothers and sisters? The enemy don't want you to know these things. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> oh, it's so powerful. Wait, wait till we get to the good stuff, brothers and sisters. All right. This is really exciting. All right, Genesis 32 verse 22. And he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants. Okay. Back in those days, they could have two wives. Okay, that was that was those times, but we cannot have two wives nowadays it's it's um it's not scriptural okay jesus does not want us having two wives just so you guys <laughs> don't think i'm on the the fence on that cuz i'm not i have my one wife and i love her and and pretty much that's 
you know, that that's enough work for me. <laughs> All right, Genesis 32, verse 22. And he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He crossed over the ford of Jabbok. The ford of Jabbok was a... Um, it was like a, 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 a at the end of the um, the mountain uh, Gilead. I think it was that it was a it was a stream that intersects the mountain range of Gilead and it falls right into the Jordan. Okay, so they crossed over the Fort of Jabbok, which is that little stream, and then and then that stream goes over into the Jordan. So they crossed the little stream here. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over what he had. So he then he sent them over the brook over to the Jordan. They, he sent them over the brook of the Jordan, and then they were on the other side. And he sent over everything that he had. And then Jacob was left alone, and a man a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw he could not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him, and he limped. Just as he crossed over the Jordan, just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. Okay, let's break this down. Jacob, for all those that don't know, Jacob, the, main, the name Jacob means, means supplanter, deceiver, cheater. He stole his brother Esau's blessing. He was that kind of a person. He was loved by God. God loved him, but but Jacob was a thief. He was a cheater. He was a supplanter. He was a de he deceived. He was arrogant. He was prideful. He thought he could do whatever he wanted. So he had to have an encounter with Yah, with Yahavah. So the Lord brought him to the Jordan. And the Jordan was, a, you see, the brothers and sisters, the Jordan is a place of life and death. 
It's a place of change. It's the place of death of something or someone or the new birth of something or someone. The Jordan is where John the Baptist was baptizing people when Messiah arrived and was baptized as well. The Messiah was baptized in the Jordan. Jordan is where the Israelites from Moses' time died because they never made it across the Jordan. They made it probably right up to the Jordan, but they never made it. So they died right there by the Jordan. And then Joshua was the one that had had the new generation. And they crossed over with Joshua and the new generation. The chosen generation, brothers and sisters. First Peter 2.9, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You see what I'm saying? Right by the Jordan is where Moses' people died. Why? Because they were prideful. They were supplanters. They were deceivers. They were cheaters. Okay? They they were arrogant. They couldn't stop. Uh, they couldn't sacrifice. They couldn't die to their self. You see? So a new generation had to come. Uh, um, Jacob wrestled right here. Jacob, I believe Jacob wrestled with uh, an angel. It might have been an angel. It could have been Jesus Christ. Okay? Who knows? It doesn't really clarify that here. Okay? But see, when we cross the Jordan, when Joshua crossed the Jordan, the new generation crossed the Jordan, they went into the promised land, brothers and sisters. They went into the promised land. What is the promised land, brothers and sisters? The promised land is your destiny in Christ. The promised land is everything that the Lord has ordained for you in this world. Everything that the Lord has ordained for you in this time. Everything that has been preordained for your destiny. That is your promised land, brothers and sisters. That is your promised land. However, we have to get there. And we see in Genesis 32 how Jacob had to wrestle, how Jacob, how his hip was was put out of place by this angel. In verse in verse 1 of chapter 33 it says, Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and there Esau was coming and with him were 400 men. Okay? It says that he saw Esau, and Esau had 400 men. Jacob was afraid because he had taken Esau's blessing. And he knew he was in trouble because he took his brother's blessing. This is why he sent his wives and children over the Jordan as they passed through Fort Jabbok. You see, Fort Jabbok, which is a stream that intersects the mountain range, range of Gilead, falls into the Jordan on the east. Jabbok is also known as emptying, emptying, to devastate. To be emptied, to be devastated, to be broken. And then that's where Jacob had to stay back because he knew his brother was up ahead. He sent his, his wives, his, his family, and he, and, he, and he hanged back because he was afraid to meet Esau. And then he stayed back all by himself, brothers and sisters. He was all by himself when he stayed back. And he had this time to 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 wrestle 
He had this time to look at his life. He had this time to to do a self examination of his life, of what he, of the things that he had done. In verse twenty four, then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. He wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Brothers and sisters, when you wrestle when 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 you wrestle with God, when you get into your quiet place and you're all alone, you see sometimes when we're all alone, that's that's one of the best times we self examine ourselves. We look into our deep, our innermost being, and we see the things that are wrong. We ask the Lord Jesus Christ to change our ways, to change our iniquity, to change our self-exaltation, our ego, our pride, our self-fulfillment, our selfishness. When we have time to ourselves, there's nobody else to put the blame on. So all we can do is, is, is wrestle with ourselves. We wrestle with our mind. We wrestle with the spirit, brothers and sisters. Right here in verse 24, he wrestled with an angel, brothers and sisters. Something happened to Jacob here. It says, beginning in verse 24, he wrestled with a man until the breaking of day. Right there by the Jordan, brothers and sisters. Right there before he crossed the Jordan, he had to wrestle. He had to do a self-examination. He had to, he, the, the, I believe the man, when he was wrestling with him, with him, he thought about all the times he cheated. And then he was wrestling and he was wrestling. And then he thought about what he did to his brother. And then he was anguished and then he wrestled. And he wrestled with the angel. And he thought about all the things that he had deceived. And he wrestled. And he knew it was it was things wrong and he wrestled, brothers and sisters. He wanted to cross the Jordan. And then he wrestled with the man until the breaking of day right there by the Jordan. Brothers and sisters, and as we see in Moses' time, the Jordan was a, a, a time of death for that old gener- generation. But it was life for the new generation and, 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 and Joshua. Jordan, uh, Jacob wrestled wrestled at Yabok. He was emptied. He was devastated. He was broken. He was emptied of his self. He was devastated. He was broken. He died to himself there, brothers and sisters. Right there at the fort of Jabbok where he wrestled, right before he was able to cross the Jordan, that's where Jacob died. And it says here in verse... Um, uh, 26 he says and he said let me go for the day breaks but he said i will not let you go until you bless me i need the blessing i need the blessing i remember i remember when when the lord was breaking me down when he was waking me up he had to break me down you see i was too involved in this world and the things of this world and when i finally had a collision course with the lord he broke me down I was in my bed in anguish. I was being emptied. I was devastated. I was crying. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I was asking the Lord to bless me. Just like Moses right here, he asked in verse in verse 26, uh, I think the angel says here, let me go for the day breaks. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, no, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. You see, Jacob died here at the Jordan. 
Jacob died, he was wrestling with God. He was wrestling with the angel, knowing there were some things that he had to change, knowing there were some things that he had to put to death, brothers and sisters. He paid the price to die to self. He wrestled, and his hip was 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 out of alignment. His hip was hit. He his uh, I think the angel hit like kind of boom, jabbed his hip, and his hip got malaligned. It was out of place. There were things that had to be changed. When the Holy Spirit comes, when the Holy Spirit, when Jesus comes and he and he and he wrestles with you. He puts some things out of alignment so that he can realign you with him. We Sometimes we need these times alone, like Jacob was alone, to go into alignment, to do a self-examination so we can be in alignment with the Lord, brothers and sisters, so that we can cross the Jordan, so that we can come in alignment, so that we can put the death, the self to death, so that we can put our pride to death, so that we can put our deceptions or our lies, our self selfishness to death, so we can cross the Jordan. We have to put a lot of these things to death so we can cross the Jordan. All these issues that are holding us back, every time we look back at something, every time we go back to doing things that we know we shouldn't do, every time we go back to, to maybe drinking something we shouldn't drink or smoking something we shouldn't smoke. Every time we go back to that, the Lord has to, to come back and, and, and have to wrestle with us. We ha- there's, there's coming a time where we can't look back anymore, especially now that we're in the Jubilee year, brothers and sisters. There's a double portion coming. But what kind of double portion blessing are you going to get? Because if you're not in alignment, is your if your hip is out of place, if we're out of place, brothers and sisters, we're not going to get the full blessing. We're not going to be able to cross the Jordan. However, Jacob was able to cross even with his hip malaligned. But he had to get rid of his selfishness and his issues and, and, and death to self. Basically, his his self uh his selfish plans his selfish will had to die for him to cross the jordan and his name was by 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 the angel changing his name brothers and sisters it was like jacob died jacob had a lot of character issues and he wrestled with them and then something happened to jacob when he had to die and he was able to cross the jordan Brothers and sisters, let us look at John twelve twenty four. Let us look at John twelve twenty four, and this is Jesus talking. Okay, these are not some words out of a can. These ain't words out of snow, uh, fluff and puff type um, teaching. Brothers and sisters, these are the actual words of Jesus Christ. John twelve twenty four. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, 
there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Who loves their life in this world? You know, there came there was a time where I was trying to be self-sustaining, trying to save my life, trying to save all this, trying to save my home and my being. Brothers and sisters, the Lord had to, I wrestled with the Lord and he told me it is me. It is, it is, it was all him. I had to pretty much give it all to him, brothers and sisters. I had to, I had to lay myself down. And that's why I say now, if a, if a, if a typhoon or what is it, a tsunami's coming, I'm getting a surfboard and I'm going to say Kawabanga. Because I no longer am trying to save this life I'm ready and I'm willing to lose it You know, they, they say on, on, on Facebook You know, uh, uh, Steve Quayle I, I used to listen to him I don't listen to him no more But uh, all these people were like Don't do Facebook, don't go on Facebook Don't do that But you know what? Facebook is a perfect tool to wake up masses Facebook is a perfect <laughs> A thing to touch people's lives and, and if they don't like it They can always unfriend me Who cares, right? Well, apparently there's a, a thing now Saying that if Facebook If we're offending uh, o, o Dumbo Then um, we can They can arrest us Well, that leads me to John 15 Verse 13 And this is this is Pablo right here This is the way Pablo lives Why? Because I learned a long time ago that I have to die to self. I am no longer holding on to this life, brothers and sisters. But I, every chance I get, I am willing to sacrifice it. Because my my Savior sacrificed his life. Let's look at John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. That's me. I'm willing to lay down my life. If they're going to come and get me because of stuff I post on on Facebook, well, praise the Lord, okay? If they're going to come and get me for this or that, praise the Lord, okay? I could care less. You know what? I'm in the Lord's hands. And when Paul and Silas were in the prison and they were praising and worshiping the Lord, at 12 midnight, the chains were broken. The shackles were broken, brothers and sisters, because this is the God we serve. We serve a living God. We serve a living God, not a God that was made by man's hands. We serve the creator of the universe, okay? And I am dead to self. I am ready to cross the Jordan. Are you ready to cross the Jordan, brothers and sisters? Are you still wrestling with yourself? Are you still wrestling with things of the past? Are you still wrestling with unforgiveness? Are you still wrestling, brothers and sisters, like Jacob was wrestling? It's time to let it go. It's time to forgive. It's time to forget and and look forward. Look toward the prize. Okay? Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Matthew 16. Matthew 16, verse 24 to 27. Matthew 16, verse 24 to 27. And then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me. Okay, just imagine Jesus being on the other side of the Jordan. And he's telling you, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, 
like Jacob, had to deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Cross the Jordan. Deny yourself. Cross the Jordan, brothers and sisters. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Brothers and sisters, it is time we prepare our lives. It is time we prepare to cross the Jordan. Brothers and sisters, it is time to deny ourselves. If you want to cross the Jordan, brothers and sisters, the darkness is coming. And the gross darkness is coming. In um, in Exodus, there was um, darkness. Uh, Moses was warning Pharaoh that the darkness was coming, brothers and sisters. And gross darkness, a, a tangible dark darkness was coming that 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 just that just takes over things let's look at isaiah 60 for those that are not familiar with isaiah 60 hallelujah praise you jesus isaiah 60 Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will rise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. We have to have his light upon us when this darkness comes. If you've been looking at the Middle East and you've seen what these people are doing over there, it it almost seems like it's just spreading from there. Brothers and sisters, Moses warned Pharaoh that the darkness, the gross darkness is going to come. But again, the Pharaoh refused to repent. The Pharaoh refused to let them go. The Pharaoh hardened his heart. And then the darkness had to come. But the, the, the Lord's children, it didn't affect them, brothers and sisters. They were taken care of. They were kept safe. Many died and we're not able to cross the Jordan. You cannot look back. You have to let the past go. You cannot be like Lot's wife. When Lot's wife looked back, what happened? She died. She turned into what? A pillar of salt or a rock or or, or, or one of those things. You know, there's so many stories. But, but the bottom line is Lot's wife died when she looked back. You cannot look back, brothers and sisters. You got to keep pushing the plow and keep your eyes on the prize. Okay, we're about to cross the Jordan here. You must die to self-will, self-exaltation, ego, if you want to cross over into your preordained place, into the into your preordained blessings from Yahavah, into your preordained fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Your 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 destiny that He has for you, not the destiny that we've made for ourselves. No. This is something much more mightier. This is something that was created before time. This is something that the Creator Himself destined for your life. By living like this, this is how you're going to get those preordained blessings.
blessings in your life. Praise you, Jesus. That's what it says. Uh, Matthew 16. Let's read that again. Matthew 16. And then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Why will we desire to come after Jesus? Why? Because in Ephesians 2, it tells us that if we do these things, we will sit with him. We will sit next to him. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. I mean, there's so many beautiful promises. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. We need to deny ourselves. For what profit is it a man to to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? Brothers and sisters. Philippians 2 and verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Okay, here we have a protocol. This is telling us how to have the mind of Christ. Okay, we've seen in the scriptures over and over how uh, when Jesus leaves and he gives us the Holy Spirit, we're going to do mightier works than him. Jesus was the proxy. Jesus was the um, was the specs. He was the... Uh, the um, uh uh Jesus was the first born he was the the first beloved and then we follow after him okay so a lot of these scriptures just like in 1 John 4 it tells us how to be as Jesus was which was which is a good chapter about love Jesus was love God is love so Philippians 2:5 let this mind be in you so that you'll be able to cross the Jordan Okay, this mind w- was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. He didn't care what people thought about him. He didn't care if people followed him. He didn't care if, if he got praise from people. He made himself of no reputation, and he took upon him the form of a servant. Brothers and sisters, he took upon him the form of a servant. How many serve people out there? And it was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, brothers and sisters. Even the death of the cross. You see, that's why when I read John fifteen thirteen. There's no greater love than the man give his life for his friends. I have not I have not shed any blood yet. My Savior, my Master shed his blood on the cross. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So what's a little sacrifice? What what's a little uh, a little sacrifice of self? Deny yourself. I mean, he's not putting a, a crown of thorns on our head. He's not. They're not slashing us with a cat of nine tails, ripping our beard, ripping our hair, uh, tormenting us. We have not suffered yet to bloodshed. Now, those that 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 are not taken up, those that are not raptured, are not harpazled, are not do not go in the nechatef. Well, they might see some of that torture. You know, they might have to get their head cut off, you know, but, but, but we don't have to be there, brothers and sisters. If we just deny ourselves now, if we let ourselves go, we let the things of this world fall by the wayside, 
We have to cross the Jordan. We have to get across the Jordan, brothers and sisters. Jacob wrestled. We have to wrestle. You see, this flesh is alive. This flesh does not want to serve God. This our, our carnality, touch your skin right now. Touch your skin. The carnal, it's fighting against us. We're wrestling with it. However, the spirit works from the inside out. Our spiritual being, our innermost being works from the inside out. That's why you got to renew your mind. By renewing your mind, you strengthen your spirit to work from the inside out, to overcome the carnality, to overcome your flesh, to, to overcome the self. I, 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 me, 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 iPad, iPod, I, iPhone, me, me, okay? The, the, the flesh, the carnality, the world works from the outside in. It tries to go in through your five senses, your eyes, your nose, your ear gate, your eye gate, your touch gate, your smell gate, your 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 seeing gate, your hear gate, your hearing gate. That's how the enemy tries to get in. But we have to strengthen our innermost being. Touch your belly. Touch your belly right now. So it's a, touch touch your belly. That's where your innermost being is. That's where your oil is at. That's where the oil is at. The wide, the five wise virgins, they had their oil. Okay? They denied themselves. They had their oil. And they were able to go into the, the, the wedding supper of the Lamb. They were ready they were able to go in when the bridegroom came, brothers and sisters. You see, we have to be fashioned as Jesus Christ was. We have to have the mind of Jesus Christ. This is how we put to death the self. You see, precious people, salvation is free, but trust is earned. Can he trust you? Does the kingdom of Yahavah know who you are? Does the kingdom of Yahavah know who you are? Do the Zadik Ruachem, do the holy do the whole do the angels, do the cherubims, do they know who you are? Or does hell know about you? Does the enemy know about you? Or is the enemy afraid of you? Brothers and sisters, when you pray, when you pray just like when Daniel prayed, when Daniel prayed, uh, Yahavah said, send down Gabriel, hurry, send Gabriel. Daniel's praying. When Moses prayed, he sent, he went, he sent, he went to the burning bush. Let's go see him at the burning bush. Brothers and sisters, when Elijah prayed for the fire, what did he say? Go, send the fire, hurry. Elijah's praying. Brothers and sisters, when you pray, what is he saying? Hurry, hurry, send the angels, send the Zarikru Akim. Uh, 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 Elaine, uh, Touche is, is, is praying. Buddy and Brenda, they're praying. Elvi, uh, Sapata, uh, he's praying. Hurry, send them, send them. Marietta, Alexander, she's praying. Hurry, send the angels. Crystal's praying. Hurry, send the angels. Do they know you? Don, Lace, Jesus, my rock, Brother Joe. When you pray, does he send the angels? Brothers and sisters, just like with Daniel. Oh, there's going to be some books written about this times. There might be some books written about you, brothers and sisters. Just like when Daniel prayed, he sent Gabriel and then Michael had to go. Brothers and sisters, when we pray, does the, does the kingdom of heaven, does the kingdom of Yahavah know you? Does he send the angels? On your behalf Have you died to self And picked up your cross 
Are you fighting the good fight, brothers and sisters? You want to fight a good fight, brothers and sisters? You want to fight a good fight? Okay, let us look at some offensive weapons of warfare. Now that we put death to self, now that we denied self and we're now we're in the spirit, let us look at some offensive weapons of the spirit. These are some powerful weapons of warfare. You want to fight a good fight? Okay, you want to go out. See, I believe the I believe the bride of Christ, I believe the remnant, we're going to go out in a mighty wind. We're going to go out in a mighty array of signs and wonders, just like the Joel 2 army. Just like the Joel 2 army of God, brothers and sisters. Let's fight a good fight, brothers and sisters. Let's cross the Jordan. Let's fight a good fight. Let's get all the, 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 the preordained blessings in this world. Let's get everything that the Lord's that the Lord wants to give us in this time, in this Jubilee year. Let's fight a good fight, brothers and sisters. The offensive weapons of warfare. If you if you ever want to read up on this, um this is in uh my mentor, my pastor's um uh in his book, Open Heavens, The Offensive Weapons of Warfare. Number one, the name of Jesus Christ, the most powerful weapon of warfare in our Savior. Yeshua Mashiach, Yahushua, Philippians 2.9. Therefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus Christ should every knee bow. Both of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord unto the glory of God the Father. These are our mighty weapons of warfare. The blood of Jesus Christ is a powerful weapon of warfare. Revelations 12.10 And then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now is salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. But they overcame him by that blood of that lamb and by that word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Again, they loved not their lives unto death, brothers and sisters. You see, to cross the Jordan, we, we must not love our lives. We have to live in the spirit, forget about the things of the flesh. Forget about pride, forget about self-exaltation, forget about selfishness, forget about your ego. All that stuff is going to be left behind. It's going to be stayed on the other side of the Jordan. Okay, the blood of Jesus Christ, number one. The name of Jesus Christ, number two, the blood of Jesus Christ. Because we're, 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 we're getting our offensive weapons to fight this war, brothers and sisters. Number three. The Word of God, the mighty living Word of God, that's the uh, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, Ephesians six seven, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh request for us with sighs which cannot be expressed. But he that searcheth the hearts Knoweth what is the meaning of the Spirit, for he maketh requests for the saints according to the will of God. Uh, number four, prayer. Prayer is a powerful weapon uh, in this warfare. 
Prayer is a mighty weapon, brothers and sisters. If you don't have the book, Open Heavens by Augusto Perez, let me know. Prayer, we need we need more intercessors. We need more intercessory prayers. We need more intercessors, brothers and sisters. Prayer is a powerful weapon, brothers and sisters. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, against rulers of wickedness in, in high places, brothers and sisters. Prayer, we have to pray to release the Zadikruakim, the Abaronai Elohim. We have to pray to the Lord to release His will, to release His kingdom. To release his mighty angels To release legions of angels To release legions and legions of mighty ministering angels To release release legions and legions of discerning angels To release his mighty warrior angels To release his prayer powerful, powerful warring angels To war against these principalities of wickedness To war against these rulers in high places and powers To war against the evil wicked governments To war against them We have to put prayer into action because that's how we're going to win this war that's how you're going to win your neighborhoods your loved ones your 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 people that you work with and even your enemies brothers and sisters you got to pray this is how this, you know uh prayer has changed countries by one man the Azusa revival was prayed by one man and I think he might have had some intercessors too but they changed the whole city they changed the whole town sometimes prayer changed towns changed cities changed countries sometimes one man by his prayers changed the country brothers and sisters the Lord is looking for mighty mighty prayer warriors we need more mighty prayer warriors this is how we're going to win this battle preaching of the word Preaching of the word is a powerful weapon. Out of your belly, out of your belly, I read that earlier, out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living water. Out of your belly, brothers and sisters, shall flow the rivers of living water. You have to you have to open your mouth. You have to let it out. You have to put it on other people. You preaching the word is a powerful weapon, brothers and sisters. It's a powerful weapon, brothers and sisters. And did you know when you're preaching the word of God, at the same time, the Holy Spirit is filling you. While you're preaching the Word of God, the Holy Spirit is filling you. He's filling your spirit. He's filling your inner being. He, he's healing. He's bringing healing. He's bringing uh, peace to you. He's, he's bringing shalom, brothers and sisters. Preaching of the Word is a powerful weapon. First pray. Once we pray and then we preach, we decree and we declare the Word of God. 1 Thessalonians 1.5 For our preaching of the glad tidings, the gospel, came to you not only in word, but also in its own inherent power, and in the Holy Spirit, and with great conviction and absolute certainty, not on our part, but you know what kind of men we proved ourselves to be among you for your good? By preaching the word of God, brothers and sisters. Matthew, uh, 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 number 6 Matthew seventeen eighteen, and Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was cured instantly. And then the disciples came to Jesus and asked him privately, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith, that is your lack, firmly relying trust. For truly I say to you, if you have faith, number six, mighty weapon, faith, 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 faith is the currency in heaven, faith. Is what the angels get moving Faith is what puts action in motion Faith, brothers and sisters By trusting in the Lord 
trusting in the Lord. If there's a mighty mount, if there's a big mountain in front of you, if there's a situation or a circumstance that you're going through that you don't think you trust in the Lord. Trust in him. Put your faith into action. You'll see how it'll change things. You'll see how quickly that that mountain or that circumstance gets out the way, brothers and sisters. But you have to put your faith in action. That is living. Like a grain of mustard seed, you can see to this mountain, you can say to this mountain, move from here to yonder place, and it will move, brothers and sisters, and nothing will be impossible to you. You see, too much in life, uh, growing up in this United States, we, we, we've had everything at our, at our hands. We've had everything pretty much at our fingertips. So we didn't need to act out in faith. We, we didn't really, we didn't practice it. Well, you better start practicing it because there's going to be a time where you're going to need your faith, brothers and sisters. So we got to start practicing faith and you're going to see mighty things happen. You're going to move from here to yonder place and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting, brothers and sisters. Fasting is another powerful weapon. Um, number seven, worship and praise. Second Chronicles 2021, when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise him in their holy priestly garments as they went out before the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the men of Ammon, of Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah and uh, King Jehoshaphat, and they were self-slaughtered. Praise and worship caused the Ammonites, the Moabites, and Mount Seir to fall on each other's swords. In first, in the what is it? Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles twenty, twenty and twenty twenty-one. Prayer, praise, and singing it caused them to fall on their own swords. Brothers and sisters, I've exchanged. All my carnal weapons, the weapons that have been made by man that I spent thousands of dollars on, I no longer have them. I traded them for spiritual weapons. I have a shofar. <laughs> I got to tell you, I seen many things happen last weekend when we were at this conference. And that lady, those people came from New Orleans with the kundalini spirit and, and tried to, try to in, uh, intervene our conference we had last Saturday try to infiltrate. We all were were blowing our shofars and our pastor was was doing deliverance on that lady. When we were blowing those shofars, we were on one side of the room and they were on the other side of the room. When we were blowing the shofars, it felt like we were throwing projectiles. It felt like we were throwing ICBMs. It felt like we were like we were releasing uh, uh surface to air missiles. In the spiritual realm, it felt like we were attacking the enemy, brothers and sisters. So blowing so far is, is, is a powerful weapon. It's a powerful weapon, brothers and sisters. You know, and this is something that it was made by God. You know, God made those animals. God made the, the what is it, the antelopes and those things with their with their horns, the ram's horn, the, the male sheep, the ram's horn. I mean, I mean, these these are weapons that were made by God. You see, these are weapons. These are if you, you know, even looking at the weapons, 
even looking at these weapons, brothers and sisters, it shows you the difference between love and hate. You see, the the enemy's weapons are all about hate and murder and killing and immediate annihilation, nuclears, nuclear bombs, uh, uh, gun, ammo, bullets, uh, bombs, um, uh, projectiles, missiles, uh, drones. All these things kill. They kill people. They take souls, brothers and sisters. And who knows where those souls go? Only God knows. But see, the weapons of our Lord and Savior, look at the weapons of our Lord and Savior. Praise, worship, obedience, uh, 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 the blood of Jesus. He died for us. He loved us so much. He shed his blood. That's a powerful weapon. The, 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 the shofar, the ram's horns. I have another little one that I that I bought that I paid uh, $35 for, which it goes for 120 I have a brother out here who's who's closing his shofar and, and, and these these tr- these animal trumpets. I don't even know what. They look like little straight shofar things. They blow a mighty sound, and they're pretty cool. Um, but I have a brother that's selling them really cheap. For example, this, this 43-inch shofar that goes for about $300, $400 because it's not the shaved ones. It's the natural ones that look like the natural horn from the, I think it was the, the uh, oh gosh, I think it's, is it an armadillo or something like that or one of those, or antelope is the antelope. Yeah, I'm not good with those. It was these African animals. But I got it for 120 bucks. Is that not a blessing right there? And he makes the holes perfectly to where you can blow it perfectly. It's just amazing. So I've exchanged my carnal weapons for these mighty weapons of warfare that bring down the strongholds, that break the chains, that break the yoke of bondage, brothers and sisters. And it sets the captives free. It sets the captives free from the from the clutches of the enemy, brothers and sisters. I ain't shooting nobody. I ain't killing nobody. I'm taking the shofar, and I'm blowing these trumpets, and I'm setting the captives free. I'm blowing these trumpets all around my house, and I'm releasing angels into the spirit realm. I'm releasing the, the mighty, mighty spiritual beings of the Lord, the mighty Zadik Ruachim, the Abba Aronai Elohim. I'm releasing them. As I'm blowing these shofars, as I'm blowing these trumpets that came from from the creation of God, it came from His animals. It, it ain't killing nobody. It's setting people free, brothers and sisters. That's all the weapons that the Lord gives us. The, wep- the, the weapons that the Lord gives us, He gives us weapons to set people free. He gives us weapons to disturb the kingdom of darkness. He gives us weapons of love. He gives us weapons to break the strongholds, to break the chains, to break the yoke of bondage, brothers, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Obedience. Number eight, obedience. Believe it or not, obedience is an offensive weapon of spiritual warfare. Whenever we obey God, he tells us He tells us to do something, and we do it. This is so powerful. This is how he trusts us. 
You see, how is he going to give us more if he can't trust us, brothers and sisters? How are we going to how are we going to be given these these mighty more weapons? He's going to give us even mightier weapons. He's going to he's going to have us doing mighty exploits. He's we're going to be like Joel 2 army. We're going to be doing mighty exploits, brothers and sisters. But how can we do these things if he doesn't trust us? We have to be obedient. We have to trust him. We have to obey. We have to do his will. Uh, uh, James, what is it, James? In James 2 or in Corinthians, the royal law is love. First uh, John 4, love, 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 love. You see, oh, this is how we be obedient. If he can trust you, he will give you more. If he can trust you with the little things, he will trust you with bigger things. Obedience, powerful weapon, powerful weapon of warfare, brothers and sisters. There is such a force with obedience it has such a power such a force the devils the demons are afraid they are terribly afraid of you when you obey abba adonai they are so afraid of you when you obey our creator when you obey the the savior when you obey when you have the holy spirit on your side when you're walking in the holy spirit when you're walking in the spirit the enemy trembles brothers and sisters he has to flee he has to flee in the name of Jesus, brothers and sisters, the enemy is terribly afraid of the obedient body of Christ. When you obey, you can feel it. When the Lord tells you to do something and you did it, a consuming love, a feeling takes over you. Obedience, brothers and sisters, is powerful. Okay, faith, that's number nine. We already went over faith, but I'll cover it real quick. Uh, Hebrews 11.6, without faith, is, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that God is, and that he is a rewarder of them that seek him. Without faith, the Holy Spirit cannot operate. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a word from the Lord here, and then we'll jump back into this. I just want to give this word now that we're talking about faith. And obedience and these things Because The Lord wants us to trust him He really Especially now brothers and sisters Especially now We've, we've, we've entered this jubilee year We have to trust him We have to be obedient Because he's got to trust you Okay he's got to be willing You have to be obedient You have to be faithful So that he can trust you To give you the mighty things that you're going to need In the coming months Days, uh, however much longer he would have us here to bring in the harvest, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, this is a word I received from the Lord. Uh, no matter where I lead, keep your loving promise. You keep Exodus fifteen thirteen again. Here's Exodus. You keep your loving promise. You lead the people you have saved with your strength. You will guide them to your holy land. With your strength, you will guide them to your promised land. How many are ready, are ready to enter your promised land? How many are ready to enter into your destiny, into the fullness of Christ, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. Follow me no matter where I lead you. Just follow me. Don't worry about how everything will turn out. Just trust me, and I'll show you the way. Think of your life as an adventure. 
with me as your guide and companion. Don't worry about where our path will lead tomorrow. Just live in the adventure of today. Keep your mind on staying close to me. If our path takes us to the bottom of a steep cliff, don't be afraid. Just hold tightly to my hand and take a deep breath. (laughs) I'll help you climb all the way up to the top. And when we come to a peaceful resting place, stop there a while and rest with me. You already know where our journey will end. Someday I will take you into heaven to live with me there forever. But for now, just follow me as I guide you along today's path and enjoy the adventures you share with me. Your faithful guide. Hallelujah. And then he took me to Psalms 27, which Psalms 27, that's one of my all-time favorites right there. I, I love Psalm 27, 13 and 14. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Wait on the Lord. Trust him. Have your faith. If you have to go over this teaching again to get all the weapons of our offensive, all of our offensive weapons, go over it again. And then number 10, the offensive weapons. Well, these are these are all the gifts of the Holy Spirit in First Corinthians twelve four to eleven. Well, brother Pablo, what spiritual gift do I have of the Holy Spirit? Well, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit is in you. You actually have all the gifts in you. It just depends what circumstance you're going through, what person needs to receive what gift, and then the Holy Spirit decides how he's going to dish it out. But as long as you have the Holy Spirit, as long as you have denied yourself, you're not living in the self, you let the old you go, you die to self, you forget about Jacob, let Jacob go, okay? Move into your new, move into the Holy Land, move into your promised land, okay? Cross the Jordan and live for him. Deny self, pick up your cross, uh, renew your mind daily Guess what You're going to have the gifts of the Holy Spirit in you Which are in 1 Corinthians Chapter 12 4 through 11 Brothers and sisters The word of God is alive And it's like a two-edged sword Piercing to the dividing asunder Soul and spirit mirror and joint Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is lively And mighty in operation and sharper than any two-edged sword, and entereth through even unto the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, and of the joints and of the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. And when it's used properly, when it's used properly, it will go into your loved one's heart. It would, it, the, the, this two-edged sword will, will cut right through the hardness. It will cut 
right through their thick skin, through their thick skulls, through their unrepentant, rebellious hearts. It will cut like a knife, brothers and sisters, and you will plant the seed, and he will bring somebody else to water it, okay? Sometimes we don't have to do all the things. Sometimes we just got to plant the seed. Open your mouth. Open your mouth, and the rivers, the 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 the, the rivers of living water are going to flow out of you. Open your mouth. The rivers of living water, they're bubbling up in your belly. Touch your belly. Touch your belly. The rivers of living water are right there. They're bubbling, waiting to get out. Open your mouth. Speak the rivers of living water to them. The the seed will be planted, and it will be planted like the two-edged sword. It will cut right through the dividing asunder into the bone and to the marrow. Brothers and sisters, so far I have shared so much and so much he is willing and able to do for us. However, we must not take it lightly right now. We are at a crossroads right now, brothers and sisters. And to whom much is given, much is required, brothers and sisters. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his and he halted upon his thigh. Jacob had a limp. After Jacob wrestled and was empty of and was emptied of his old person, the old Jacob was devastated, was broken. He was humbled and no longer had pride. No longer was he arrogant. Me, 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 me. If your life is full of you, there is no room for him. Jacob had to wrestle. He had to be broken. Hallelujah. Once you have died to self and can be trusted, and then you can move like Jesus moved. And Jesus said, greater works you shall do once the Holy Spirit comes. You can ask what you want, and he will provide for your heavenly destiny. Your destiny will be in alignment with what has been preordained for you in such a time as this. Hallelujah. Because we are the chosen generation, brothers and sisters. Did you know we are the chosen generation? Yes, we are the chosen generation. Hallelujah. First Peter two nine. Let me let me turn there real quick. Let me turn to first Peter two nine real quick. Actually I'm gonna start in verse two eight. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumbled, being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. You see, they, Jesus was a stumbling block. And that's why we are the chosen generation, because now we are a stumbling block for those around us. They don't want to hear about it. We, 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 we seem to be offensive sometimes when we, when we open up and we speak truth, brothers and sisters. That's how we know we're their chosen generation. Verse 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. When it gets dark, you're going to be called out of darkness and into his marvelous light, brothers and sisters. But this happens once you have died itself. Luke 11:9, and I say unto you, ask... And it shall be given you Seek and ye shall find Knock and it shall be opened unto you For everyone that asketh Receiveth and he that seeketh Findeth and to him that Knocketh it shall be opened Like I said This is the jubilee year brothers and sisters 
if you cross the Jordan, you self, you, you deny yourself, death to self, brothers and sisters. Then guess what? You're going to be given the double portion. Ask, and you shall receive. Psalm forty-seven, one. O clap your hands, all ye people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. Psalm 46, 8. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. Yahavah Sebaot is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Wow. Acts 2. Oh, ho, 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 ho. this is where it gets gooder. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my, my mentor, he, he uses that word, so I kind of copied his word. This, brothers and sisters, is where it gets gooder. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise him, brothers. This is about to this is about to get good right here. I'm telling you. Uh Acts two. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Acts two, verse thirty eight. And then Peter said unto them, Repent, repent, repent. Why repent? Repentance is the act of self denial. When we get on our knees, when we pray to the Lord, when we ask him for forgiveness, when we repent, we are denying ourselves. We are denying our pride. We are denying the flesh, brothers and sisters. Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39 of Acts 2. For the promise is unto you. Oh, no, wait. I think this is Acts Acts 8. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I think this is Acts 8, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Acts 8. Acts 8. So he commanded chariot and be still. Oh no. Okay, no. Never mind. For the promise unto your church to be all the far off. Okay, yeah. All right. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you and to your children. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off. Far. Great. A great way. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You see, people think that the that the acts that they did 
the uh, in the day of Pentecost, the signs and wonders that they did. P- many people think that those are no longer uh, attainable. Many think that those no longer at- uh, apply to us. Well, that's a lie, brothers and sisters, because right here in Acts 2, 39, it says, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, far, a great ways. We are far a great ways from that time, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Brothers and sisters, we're going to see mighty things. Joel 2, Malachi, I mean, Revelations. I mean, there's so much that the Lord is going to do in this Jubilee time to get his harvest. Uh, Many people have seen dreams and visions. There's been uh, some good stuff uh, brewing up in 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 the spiritual realm. Verse 39, Acts 8. Okay, now let's go to Acts 8, verse 38. Acts 8, this is where it gets gooder right here. Acts 8, I just had to put Acts 2 in there to, to show you how even in this time, which is far from that time in 39, when he promised it unto their children and to their children, unto you and to your children far and a people far and a great way from that time, which is us. Acts 8, verse 38, And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, caught away Harpazo to snatch away, brothers and sisters, And when they were come up out of the water, and when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, harpazoed, nechatef, snatched away Philip. Right here, Acts 8, 39. Um, Teleportation, uh, Philip, the, the Holy Spirit snatched Philip, took him somewhere else. Uh, I believe the Lord is going to be able to, I well, obviously he's able to, the Lord is going to teleport us. He's going to move us. He's going to, listen, forget about the TSA, forget about passports, forget about everything that the enemy is trying to fear us, make us afraid. Uh, uh, we think we're stuck here. We can't move there. We can't go. Listen, listen, if, if, if if he wants to move you, he is going to move you, brothers, sisters. After they baptized, after Philip baptized the eunuch and they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. He harpazzled Philip. He snatched him away. And the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on, and the eunuch went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So he was harpazzled here, okay? Listen, we don't need no no passport. We don't need no TSA. We don't need nobody touching us and filling us up, brothers and sisters. When the Lord wants you to move somewhere, if the Lord needs you to go somewhere, you will be teleported, you will be harpazzled to another place. 
and the Lord will move, uh, will will have you working there. See, this is why it's important to be in obedience. This is why it's important to be faithful to the Lord. He's got to be able to trust you. If he's going to harpazzle you, if he's going to teleport you from place to place, if he's going to be doing these things, he's got to trust you. You got to be dead to self. You got to be leaving, leave that stuff on the other side of the Jordan. We've come into the promised land now. We're coming into the promised land. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, brothers and sisters. Be ready for some mighty things, brothers and sisters. Do you remember in the story of Elijah when the fire fell from the sky? Do you remember when Elijah, when he called the fire to fall from the sky and he wet the sacrifice on the altar, he wet everything up? What sacrifice do you have on that altar, brothers and sisters? What sacrifice are you putting on the altar, brothers and sisters? Do you want the fire to fall, brothers and sisters? Do you want the fire to fall? What kind of sacrifice are you putting on the altar? Are you are you leaving a, a little beef jerky there? You know, oh, maybe maybe this little here beef jerky, uh, the Lord will like that. Or or let me let me hear. Let me just do. Let me just be nice right here, real quick. Oh, the Lord will just see that little act of kindness. Oh, let me let me just give a little bit here. Oh, let me just do a little bit there. Oh, you know, the the Lord really doesn't care if I do anything. Oh, you know what? It's not by works. It's not by works. I'm just going to hang back and chill out and be smooth and be cool aid. That ain't how it works, brothers and sisters. Elijah called down the fire from the sky. He had a sacrifice there. How many out there are sacrificing for the kingdom of God? How many out there are sac- you know there's a a, a a a passage that said that says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence shall take it by force. How many are putting their sacrifice at the altar violently? How many are sacrificing themselves in a way like never before, brothers and sisters? How many want the fire to fall, brothers and sisters? For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud, yeah, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, and shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise. Brothers and sisters, if you are sacrificing, if you have if you if you've been living your life as a sacrifice, you have your sacrifice on that altar, guess what? The fire is going to come down. It's going to go woof all around you, brothers and sisters. And it's going to be amazing, brothers and sisters. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise. Arise, brothers and sisters, arise. And health shall be under his wings. And ye shall go forth and grow up as fat calves. And ye shall tread down the wicked. For they shall be dust under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord has given us a window of time to prepare. A window of time to pray for your loved ones. A window of time to do what you need to do for Him. We have entered this year the Jubilee year, we have entered the year of Jubilee. This is not something that comes often. 
This comes every fifty years, brothers and sisters. This 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 here jubilee right now is special. It's not just any other jubilee. This jubilee was announced by four blood moons and some unscheduled ones in between and even after. I think they were seeing blood moons in Israel all the way into November. This jubilee is not just any jubilee. This jubilee is the 70th jubilee since Joshua crossed the Jordan into the promised land. This jubilee is the 40th jubilee since Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach. The biblical meaning of the number 40 is the fulfillment of promises. And the number 40 is used by God to represent a period of testing or judgment. The length of time necessary to accomplish some major part of God's plan in his dealings with various portions of mankind. This is the 40th jubilee since Jesus Christ. Ruach HaGodesh. Hallelujah. These conjunctions of blood moons in the feast of Yahavah will not happen again. Will not happen again in conjunction with ordained feasts. This will not happen again for 500 years, brothers and sisters. This jubilee year is going to be marked by the double portion of Joel 2, 23-26. Let us read that real quick. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the rain of righteousness. And he will cause to come down for you the rain, even the first rain and the latter rain in the first month. My mentor, my pastor, Augusto, he saw this rain coming down as silver. He said it looked like silver, this latter rain. He saw this latter rain coming down looking like silver. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Even the first rain and the latter rain in the first month. 24. And the barns shall be full of wheat. And the presses shall abound with wine and oil. And I will render you the years that the grasshopper hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the plant and the palmer worm, my great host which I send among you. So you shall eat and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt marvelously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And my people shall never be ashamed let's just look at verse 25 again and I will render you the years that the grasshopper hath eaten brothers and sisters this is restoration he will restore you uh, you remember when I said earlier that the remnant the bride of Christ we're going to go out here in a big bang well right here he's telling us we will be restored from what the grass grasshopper what the grasshopper hath eaten away what they took from us, what they stole from us. He will restore it. He will restore us. You will be restored, brothers and sisters. This is the Jubilee year. You be restored double fold, brothers and sisters. You're gonna get your double portion. I believe food, if food if there's a famine of food, you're gonna have double portions. You're gonna be able to give out double portions and double portions. The Lord is gonna do mighty signs and wonders, brothers and sisters, because we are his. We are his presence here on this earth brothers and sisters so you shall eat and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God 
that have dealt marvelously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. This jubilee is going to be marked by blessings from heaven. It's going to be marked by restoration of what many of us have lost. This jubilee is going to be marked by explosion of supernatural activity. This jubilee is going to be heightened by a supernatural presence of Jesus in his people. This is the full manifestation of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, Romans 8. It's going to be marked by increases, also in Ephesians 1, I believe. It's, it's going to be marked by increased, intensified, divine revelations and visitations. As it says in Joel 2, 32, it's going to be marked by deliverances, divine deliverances, brothers and sisters. Your family members are going to be delivered. Your loved ones are going to be delivered. That's why I mentioned earlier, pray for them. Stand in the gap for them Intercede for them brothers and sisters Because you're going to see deliverances Before the Lord comes You're going to see mighty deliverances And then the harvest And, and then his harvest Brothers and sisters We're going to receive a double portion If you are ready to receive it But just with that double portion of blessings And of food and, and deliverances And all this good stuff There's also going to be a double portion of judgment and a double portion of, of, of wrath and a double portion of anger and all that stuff. So that's why it's important, brothers and sisters, that we stay on the right side of the Jordan. That we leave the self to die by itself. That we fill our bellies with the oil so that we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Keep your eyes on the prize, brothers and sisters, because we're going to receive a double portion if you're ready to receive it. So I ask you today, are you living for you or have you sacrificed it all on Elijah's altar, brothers and sisters? Were you willing? Are you willing to give up just like Abraham? The Lord asked Abraham to give up Isaac and Abraham was willing. The Lord was just testing his heart, brothers and sisters, and then Abraham was blessed. Elijah put him to the test. He said, I will show you. What what have you sacrificed? Have you laid it all down at the altar? Have you laid it down all down at the altar? Because Yahavah, Yeshua Mashiach, mm, I am smelling a fresh <laughs> fragrance. Oh, hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, have you laid it all down at the altar? He wants all of you now. He wants all of you now. It's time to cross the Jordan. It's time to receive your preordained Blessings. It's time to be restored, brothers and sisters. Have you laid it all at the altar? He wants all of you, brothers and sisters. Yahavah, Yah Mashiach, He wants all of you. Just like Jacob had to leave Jacob behind, brothers and sisters. Praise Jesus. Okay, let's go ahead and um, pray for this country. Let's pray for, if anybody wants to call in, I don't know if, if uh, LV's on the on the controls or if he's taking a break. Um, if anybody wants to call in, I guess try calling in or, or 
give us an area code here in the chat room to pick up a certain line. Um, I'm going to say a prayer for the United States now that I have you all here. Actually, we're going to pray. Let's all come into an agreement. Let's all come in agreement, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise Jesus, Lord Jesus. You know we're living in some never-before times, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, I cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines. As your war club and weapons of war, I break down, undam, and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sorcerers, and the like. And I break the power of all sorcery, magic, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense, and candle burning, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root works, and everything else being sent our way, being sent to the United States, being sent to the remnant, being sent to the body of Christ, being sent to the Lord's hour, being sent to the, uh, all across the United States, all across this world, Lord Father, everything else being sent our way, our family members, or any deliverance ministry's way, and I return it and the demons to the sender a hundredfold, and I bind it to them by the blood of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, I take the blood of Jesus and break the power of all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sorcerers, Wiccans, pagans, and any other source, and all their rituals off of us, off of this country, off of the remnant, off of your bride, off of the people worshiping you, Lord Father. With, with the blood of Jesus, I erase all evil lines drawn on our liver or any parts of our body, souls, will, and emotion, Lord Jesus. I cancel it right now, Lord Jesus. We dismantle, we nullify, cancel, and forcefully oppose any satanic subversions, strategies, operations, maneuvers, manipulations, tactics, decrees, plots, plans, and ploys, which are designed to hinder, prevent, frustrate, foil, deny, or delay God's original plans and purposes from their quick and swift manifestation, particularly in their correct time and season. By the bloodshed of Jesus Christ, Lord Father, I cancel any premature plans of the enemy. I cancel any preemptive plans of the enemy, any plans of the enemy to destroy what God has done, any premature plans to dis to to make the hand of God move swiftly, to make the hand of God move before he wanted to move, Lord Father. I cancel any of their preemptive, premature plans, Lord Father, to try to make the God, the hand of God move, Lord Father. Lord Jesus, I cancel any premature plans that they're trying to do on this here United States, how they're trying to kill the people, how they're trying to use their remote viewers and their astral projectors, Lord Father. I arrest them. By the bloodshed of Jesus Christ right now. I arrest them by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. Lord Father, I cancel their maneuvers. Lord Father, I cancel their plans right now by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. Lord Father, 
The kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole sky shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Lord Father, we come in agreement, Lord Jesus. We come in agreement right now, Lord Father, the Lord's hour against every demonic strategy and maneuver, Lord Father, that they're trying to do against your people, that they're trying to do against the souls, Lord Father. Lord Father, save the souls of our loved ones. Lord Father, save the souls of all our loved ones here on the Lord's hour, Lord Jesus. Save the souls of our loved ones of our neighbors in our towns, Lord Father, save their souls, Lord Father, save them, Lord, take them out of the out of the clutches of the enemy, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, save them, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, please, Lord God, don't let any more souls go to hell, Lord. Lord Jesus, all those in the valley of decisions, Lord Father, save them. Lord, all those in these lame stream churches, Lord, that are preaching that are preaching a dead doctrine, Lord, that are preaching that are preaching death to the people, Lord Father, because they're not preaching the truth, but they're putting them to sleep. And Lord, for that matter, they're not waking up, Lord, and for that matter, they might lose their soul, Lord Jesus. Please, Lord Jesus, cancel all their wicked plans. Cancel these wicked plans, Lord, in the churches to do the mind control in their video, in their video pro- productions, in their video projections, in their tape recording, Lord, in these uh, uh, these strategies that they're using in the churches to mind control the people, Lord, from week to week to week to get them hooked, to keep coming week after week like a hook in the jaw, like a snare of the fowler, Lord. Cancel this, Lord Jesus. Cancel these wicked plans, Lord Jesus. They're trying to take more people to hell, Lord Jesus. Please, Lord God, we renounce we break, we cut off, dismantle, and put an end to any ungodly curses, hexes, spells, decrees, assignments, distracted, disturbing, and destructive measures, Lord Father. We confront them, Lord Father, right now, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, please cancel them, Lord Father. Save more souls right now by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. By the bloodshed of Jesus Christ, Lord Father. Release your kingdom. Release your will, Lord Father. Let thy will be done, Lord Father, on this on this earth, on this on your creation. Release your will right now, Lord Jesus. Release your Zadi Kruakim, your warring angels, Lord Father, to push back the enemy, to push back the kingdom of darkness, to push back the principalities and wicked and rulers of wickedness and powers in, in high places. Lord Father, release your Zadi Kruakim. Release your mighty warring angels to fight against them in the heavenly realm, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, release your kingdom, Lord Father. Release your kingdom in us, within us, all around us, Lord Father. Lord Father, sanctify us, Lord Father. Uh, 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 purify us, Yehovah Mecharesh Shechem, purify us, Lord Father, so that we can re- be ready to enter into the Holy Land. Lord, prepare us to enter into the Holy Land so we can bring in your harvest. Lord Father, your word tells us to arise. Lord Father, right now we ask that you, you that you raise us up, Lord Father. Raise us up, Lord Father, into our fullness, into our full destiny, into our full manifestation of Yeshua Mashiach here on this earth, Lord Father. Raise us up right now, Lord Father. Let us enter into the promised land, Lord. We deny ourselves, Lord. Father, we put an end to self, any self-pleasures, any self-exaltation, any pride problems. 
Right now, we put it to death. We put a moratorium on, on the self, Lord Father, and we live in you, right? and we put on Jesus Christ. We put on Yeshua Mashiach. We put down the self. We empty ourselves of self. We empty us ourselves of self, and we fill us up with Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach. Fill us up, Holy Spirit, with your presence. Fill us up with your holy presence, Holy Spirit. Ya Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh. Fill us with your holy presence, Lord. So that we can walk in your signs and wonders, so that we can bring in your harvest, so that we can advance your kingdom, so we can pull up those that are falling by the wayside, Lord, and bring more to salvation, bring more into your kingdom, Lord Father. This is my prayer, Lord Jesus. And we ask that you find us faithful, Lord. Lord Father, that you find us faithful so that you can trust us. So if you need to move us, you can move us. If you need to teleport us, you can teleport us. If you if you if we need mighty signs and wonders, if we need multiplication of things and the double portion, Lord. Lord Father, we come to you in humbleness, Lord, and contriteness, looking for that double portion, Lord. We're in the year of Jubilee, Lord Jesus. We ask that you restore us, Lord. That you restored us everything that the locusts have taken. Everything, Lord, that the enemy has taken from us. Restore us, Jesus. Restore us, Holy Spirit. Restore us, Lord. Because I don't think you want your bride going out as defeated bride. But as a victorious bride. As a bride shining brightly, Lord Jesus. Restore us, Lord Jesus. I ask this in Jesus' most mighty name. I seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb. In the name that is above all name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's go ahead and give the Lord some praise and worship now. As we close out today's show I have a great song here I think you guys are going to love this song I love you brothers and sisters Thank you for being with us here On the Lord's Hour tonight I hope you enjoyed the teaching um, I, I, you know, I tried the best that I could I was um, feeling a little ill tonight So my thoughts were kind of All over the place tonight So I just hope That you were equipped That you were empowered and that you understand what we're talking about tonight. And if you got to go back and listen to the archives, please do so. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 